The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Jack Knowlton, joined alongside me every week. Peyton Haverman, Kenny Van Doren. Guys, how we doing? Great. Another show. I'm pumped. You're pumped? Another day, another dollar, Peyton. I can't hear him. <laughs> can you hear me? I heard him. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yes. now I can yes. hear you. Another Sorry. day, another dollar? <laughs> another day, another dollar. I don't Apple know why. A day. Keeps Peyton away. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I turned your mic all the way down after testing it. That is not very it. kind of you. I'm sorry. Um, I'd like to start the show with a sad announcement. Um, yesterday, I was sitting in the student center, minding my own business, when someone tweeted at me. Oh, boy. He told me <gasps> oh, to right. change our oh, yeah. profile picture on Twitter. So we are still KCOU, the unwritten rule, but we do have a new profile picture. It is a placeholder. It is very blah, I'll admit that. It's very modern. I'm going to make a better one. Yes, we're going to make another one. I was actually going to, we're going to talk about this later. We can't talk about it on the show because this is a private meeting. Um, That's true. But we're going to change it. It is a very slick, modern, you know, it really defines Peyton and I. We're minimalistic, Mm -hmm. (laughs) modern uh, millennials. And it just fits us. It fits us for now. Gen Zs. Gen Zers. Yeah, but uh, we were asked to... Um, change it. They also asked us to change our name, but we're not doing that because we do not have the same name as this podcast. Yeah, we yeah. are KCOU's The Unwritten Rule, not The Unwritten Rule. I'm just happy that they used their Twitter account for the first time in three years yeah, for to real. tweet at us mm-hmm. and tell us to not use a logo that I found on the internet. Yep, and they didn't even <laughs> give us the benefit of the doubt. Kenny tried to have some fun Neg- with it and like, reply with like, oh... The Spider-Man pointing gif. Yeah. And then and once I changed it, I they, replied, whoa, these guys stole our whole flow. Nothing bro. from the account. They probably, they probably, they probably yeah. aren't even logged in. Yeah, like, they probably logged out as soon as they saw that. They, they also just, definitely don't have either of those things trademarked, but yeah, whatever. Okay. We're the good guys. <laughs> Tyler, Kading just tweeted out. Can you not use that song to intro your show anymore? Please make that change and we won't have to pursue this further. Listen <laughs> up, Mr. Kading. We won't. That joke is not funny. Uh, it was. No. But we will not. Why would not... he make that joke? All right, let's move yeah. on. <laughs> Mizzou basketball. Okay. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk some Mizzou are basketball. Um, I'm yeah. not the host. I'm sitting in Jack's chair. No, oh, you are. I this didn't isn't, notice. This is not true. I'm actually backwards in my chair right now, <laughs> so I can't see. How are you talking to the mic then? The mic reaches that far. Does it? Kenny right. is actually backwards. We're going to talk Mizzou, fo- or Mizzou basketball first. Um, obviously, the Tigers... Got off, not got off to a good start. It's like the middle of the season, Jack. Come on now. Um, they defeated uh, Kentucky. It was a it was a pretty close game. Um, you know, guys, what did you what did you see from that game? Obviously, I was I was in the in the production chair for this one. But what did you guys see? And uh, you know, yeah. how how did Mizzou play? I went to the game as a fan, and um, I will say the first half of that game was awesome for Mizzou, but uh, the second half was very very ugly. They had to. They had a few moments there where I was actually starting to teeter on, oh, my gosh, we might lose this game. It got to, like, a one-point game. I don't think it was ever tied again, uh, if I'm not mistaken, but Mizzou definitely needed to play better in that second half. 
Luckily, Drew Smith dropped like the quietest 26 ever. Uh, he played really well. Uh, Kentucky's just not a good basketball team this year. Um, and luckily, Mizzou was able to avoid a what would have been a very embarrassing loss. Yeah, I agree with you, Peyton. Um, Kentucky wow. entered this game at 5-10. and 10. Um, You know, they're not the same blue blood. They're a blue blood school. They're not the same team in recent years. We've seen this with Duke and UNC this season. Um, the one thing I do like to point out is that Mizzou played such a different style of basketball on Tuesday or mm-hmm. on Wednesday against Kentucky. Um, Kobe Brown, who was one of the main factors for the TCU comeback on Saturday, was 0 for 2 shooting, no rebounds, no assists, one steal. Yeah, he struggled. Four personal fouls. He Four was, fouls, yeah. He got, he got into foul trouble early. There was just nothing there. He only played nine minutes. But there was some, you know, there was other players standing up in, you know, with him being out. And mm. Parker Braun, who played 12 minutes, had five points and a great three-pointer. Mm-hmm. You know, for someone that's Lost a our pure, minds. pure center, you know, yep. power forward, who's, you know, mainly in the paint, you know, had a great, great shot. And honestly, without, like, Parker Braun and Mitchell Smith, who also played 29 minutes, he had five points and 12 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Smith had 10 Jesus. rebounds in the first half. Yeah. Like, Mitchell Smith was playing great. We haven't seen Mitchell Smith play as much as he did last year. And Mitchell Smith. He's uh, been a great role player. All yeah, for sure. He was a great rebounder. He does not need to take a three-pointer ever again. Um, yeah, six of his seven shots were from the three. Yeah, and they were bad. Almost his only made shot was like his only made field goal was a three pointer. Yeah, but he was like what one for six? One for six. Yeah, Yeah, one for seven in the game. I mean, when the crowd starts to audibly like groan when it comes out of your hands, like when you can hear oh from the entire crowd when you're shooting, Mm -hmm. probably time to stop shooting. It's not like they were bad shots. Like he was open. He was he was was just hitting the back. Yeah, Yeah, but. I'm not saying he's just a terrible shooter. It's just like he just nothing was falling for him. Yeah, I don't. They were just automatic, just the same shot every time. There was no adjustment. It was all year for him. I just don't think he can shoot. He's just not. He's not a great shooter. Honestly, if he just takes four steps forward and just shoots a mid range, I think he has. Yeah, low key automatic. The length, yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe. I I was impressed by you know it seemed the narrative on the TV kept painting Mizzou as a team in pretty bad foul trouble. They finished the game. The only person with four fouls was Kobe Brown. Jeremiah Tillman, I was particularly impressed with how disciplined he stayed because obviously we know in the past he can get into foul trouble mm-hmm. and that can really hurt Mizzou. But he played 29 minutes in this game and he only had three fouls, which, you know, he picked them up early. But then once he got in that foul trouble, he got out of it and then managed to, you know, stay composed and stuff. Drew Smith, the same thing, and he dropped a cool 26 points. So, yeah, this team not being in foul trouble, I think, really helps. And I think, once again, it's just the, like, different Missouri team than we've seen. It's a team that can hang in there, you know, face some adversities in, like, the middle portion of the game, like, early second half, and, and close it out. But Yeah, agreed. Even talking about fouls, uh, Mizzou was drawing fouls like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Drew Smith shot 14 free throws, 12 for 14. 12 for 14, yeah. And I know Jeremiah Tillman, like, anytime he's in the paint, anytime he's going up with it, he's going to get fouled. He, he was fouled seven, or smart. he had seven free throws. He only made two of them. Ugh. That's been an issue. He's he just draws fouls like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like if he's in the paint and he's going up with the ball, he's going to the charity stripe. Yeah. Like no matter what, even if he misses, like it's gonna happen. And as for a team that was so good at free throws last year, mm-hmm. it's just hard to see that Jeremiah Tillman still has a struggle. Yeah. And yeah. but other than that, you know, Pinson had three free throws, but it was just they were drawing fouls. They put. 
two guys on the bench. Two mm-hmm. guys fouled out. Saar and, and Boston. Yeah, Saar and Boston Scott. Bo- Boston Scott, yeah. yeah. Boston, Boston looked pretty bad in this game. He's really talented, but he looked bad in this game. And he wouldn't sit he wouldn't down. He wouldn't sit down. We yeah. wanted him to sit so we could do the whole crowd sit down thing, he and he wouldn't down. do it. But even that, uh, two other players had four fouls, Ware and Askew, the mm-hmm. point guard. Yeah, Mizzou, I mean, it's honestly impressive that they didn't have anybody foul out in that game. Because in the second half in particular, the refs were calling everything. Everything that even had a minuscule amount of contact was getting called. But Mizzou stayed pretty disciplined. Uh, They didn't have anybody foul out. Uh, They made their free throws down the stretch. Uh, Going going back to Tillman's free throw thing, I thought it was over with him. I mean, he was starting to, after the Bradley game, shoot pretty effectively from the free throw line. But... Now he's just, he can't hit them. I mean, yeah. that's something I think he really needs to work on and figure out quick because he goes to the line a lot. He's getting fouled a ton down there. Yeah, you're going to have a hack-a-shack situation mm-hmm. on your hands pretty quickly if he doesn't, you know, sort yeah. of make his free throws. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, if he just doesn't even make the shot, like teams can just put in like these yeah. bench players, foul him. Yep. He, they're just going to lose the possession yep. that easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if Jeremiah Tillman can kind of improve that. Um. Let's kind of shift over, obviously, to the game coming up tomorrow, guys. Uh, it's the early game. I believe it's 10, 10.30 Central. 11, 11 Central. Um, Missouri is facing off against Alabama. I would argue definitely the biggest game of the season for the Tigers. It's in Columbia um, at 11, like we mentioned. All of us, I believe, will be in attendance. Yes, um, this will be the first time. Three-thirds. There will be a three-thirds. Every time that we go to the game, the bot tweets a photo that says two-thirds. Of case you have an unwritten rule. Mm-hmm. We don't have to say whose fault that is. Yeah, well, it is Jack's fault. It's Jack Nolan. We it's won't fault. say it, Jack, but... I, <laughs> oh, but this is also a cool thing about this game. It is one versus two. In the SEC. In the SEC. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and Alabama obviously come in as a 10 seed. And, you know, the latest version of Bracketology dropped today for ESPN. Right now has Alabama improving up to a one seed. Um, even after a loss to Oklahoma. Even after a loss to Oklahoma. Alabama is the one seed along with Michigan, Baylor, and Gonzaga. Uh, Missouri was placed as a four seed in Baylor's region. Um, right now, it would Dang, have that's disappointing. Yeah, right now, it would have the Tigers playing UAB in the first round, who are actually notorious for some upsets they've mm-hmm. pulled in NCAA tournaments. Birmingham, yes, yes. Um, and then following that, they play the winner of West Virginia and Colorado State and Seton Hall, and then would likely play Baylor. Um, so that'd be their trip right now as a four seed. You know, before we get into the Alabama game, do you think Missouri kind of deserves that four seed? Should they be higher, lower, maybe? I would say for now, a four seed is pretty appropriate. They're kind of in the three four range right now. A win versus Bama would definitely put us in three seed, maybe a two seed territory. But for now, uh, I mean, Missouri's had some pretty ugly games that make me kind of hesitant towards calling them like a elite level team. But I think a four seed's fair for them right now. Um, ESPN the other day had like 30 teams in front of Mizzou with better odds to win the, the, the tournament. Mm-hmm. And um, looking at it, you know, you got Ole Miss, Arkansas, Georgia, South Carolina, Ole Miss again, A&M, and Florida to, to finish the, the season. I thought you were reading teams on that list, and that I was like, huh? Than no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, this is the rest of the schedule. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, no, yeah, yeah, finishing it out, there should only be two losses. Yeah. Yeah, if, I mean. If, if that you know, if they lose. If that. If Ole Miss has been bad this year, right? It would only be, honestly, 
an Arkansas game will be close. Yeah. Florida. Florida will be, be close. Florida's looked bad, though, in some games. Like, they've looked Florida great lost to South and Carolina, bad. who we absolutely dominated. Yeah. Mizzou has two more ranked games, and that would be against Bama this week or tomorrow in the last game of the season if Florida stays ranked at 22. They're not going to be ranked next week. Yeah, they, they could be ranked by then. To South they Carolina. lost to South Carolina. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would say, you know, I agree, Kenny. Maybe, maybe two losses, probably only one loss in there. And I would think the most likely game is going to be Alabama tomorrow. Um, yeah. Heading into that game, you know, what what do the Tigers need to do differently? Because obviously, you know, they won, but they only beat Kentucky by four or five. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're going to have to play a lot better against an Alabama mm-hmm. team who's a one seed right now. What do they what do they need to do in order to beat Bama? Um, I think that these are like my big three things. Um, no threes. Because that has just been a killer. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. Like, Mizzou's defense has been great without, like, not letting anyone in the paint. But if they just collapse on their zone and there's an open three, it's automatic. And that's yeah. just been, that's been a real issue. Um, another, thing I would like, another thing I would like Mizzou to do is win big. You know, you've had two It'd close games against TCU and Kentucky, and that doesn't look great when you beat, you know, two teams that are unranked and have losing records. I don't think TCU had a losing record. I think they were one game above 500, but two close games. One went to overtime. That doesn't look great. You know, it's quality wins. And well, I forgot my third one. Um, don't there. take stupid shots and okay. actually like spread the floor. You don't have to shoot automatically. Use the time. Burn the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll throw a name out there for Alabama for everyone to watch tomorrow. Herbert Jones. He's played, he's played all 19 of their games. He averages 12 points. He's their rebounds leader, steals leader, blocks leader. Mm. So he's very good at defense. He's also shooting 46.7% from three this year. Now, I don't believe he takes a lot of threes, but he's a decent three-point shooter. Alabama's pretty good from the free throw line. They don't have anyone over 80%, but a lot of guys in that 70 range. So I think silly fouls that they were picking up against Kentucky will hurt them, especially in the first half. And then I'd probably just say the thing that I've kept saying all year long, which is Missouri have to start the first five to ten minutes of the game uh, strong. Every time they haven't done that, we saw it against Auburn, um, and we've seen it you know, against Tennessee, too. Those were the two big ones, where they started out really poorly, and then they you know, weren't able to claw their way back into the game. I think if they start out strong and keep the lead for the majority of the game, they can face some of the scoring adversity that Alabama's going to give them and be able to hold them off. But it's a difficult task. Alabama can score the basketball, like Kenny mentioned, but that's probably what I would say Missouri needs to do. What about you, Peyton? Uh, For me, one thing Mizzou uh, needs to do a lot better is just open the second half, like, really well. In two games in particular this year, um, Kentucky... And um, oh, what was it? Mississippi State. They have just gotten absolutely blo- like they've blown just massive leads at half. Uh, and I just Mizzou, other than the TCU game, has not really had a huge impressive second half to me. Uh, that's something that I think really needs to change soon. Uh, they need someone to score off the bench. Uh, the bench has just been kind of a mess. Mark Smith. Cricket. Um, (laughs) Mark Smith did have a good game on Tuesday, but or Wednesday, but still, they need someone to just come in off the bench and like maybe 
drop double digits for a change. That would be really nice to see. Uh, also, I think just staying out of foul trouble, please just do not send Bama to the free throw line that often. Just stay disciplined. Like Kenny said, don't have these defensive breakdowns where a guy is just has no one within five feet of him and he takes a wide open three. And Mizzou, I think, has a pretty good chance. Yeah, I'm, I'd agree. Kenny, you need another point to make. Um, the Mississippi State lead at halftime was 12. And I remember watching that yeah. game. It was just falling apart every minute. Every single mid-range jumper just added to my unbelievable fury towards that game. <laughs> I could not believe how bad we played in the second half. I mean, who do you start for this game? I mean, obviously you go with Tillman and Pinson. And I think it's Drew, the same. I think you and then Pickett run the Brown same again. Yeah, I think yeah. you still have Pickett there. If Kobe Brown plays well, like if he played Kobe like he did against key. TCU, they have a great chance. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. 100%. That's my last take. All right. Well, I think that, that'll about cover it for uh, Missouri basketball. Any other um, you know, shouts from the rest of the country that you guys have seen? Anything to look forward to? I have a quick thing for about Gonzaga and Baylor, but other than that. Uh, I do not have any. Kenny, any any takes? Except Baylor's the best team in the country. To I, me. I well, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Gonzaga I think, almost lost to Pacific. Not yeah. really though. Like, Specifically, Pacific. Pacific. They were down by one with like nine minutes left, but <laughs> they came back. The I will water. say, I'll give a warning to anybody who kind of is saying um, it's kind of Gonzaga Baylor chalk all the way to the championship. These two teams, I know this year might be different with the way they've been playing. These two teams notoriously choke in the in the tournament. Gonzaga's reached the national championship once under Mark Few. To be fair, they were playing a North Carolina team that was basically on a revenge tour mm-hmm. after they lost to Villanova in kind of a heartbreaking way. But I'm gonna have it I'm writing an article about this, you know, for a column and stuff. But these two teams have a history of losing pretty early when they're when they're heavily favored. So I just have, you know, I'd say watch out when filling out your brackets, sometimes picking an upset. Even how strong these two teams have been in the regular season never hurts. But Always take the higher seed, <laughs> number-wise. So if number two is playing number one, who do you take? Number number two. Number two. Are you saying two? Higher really? number. Good night, everyone. Am I taking 16 <laughs> over one? Yes. Hey, higher quit number. coughing. Answer me. 16 over one? 16 over one. That's the higher number. No, no matter what? Simply put. Umbuk? Umbuk. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for a little bit of college basketball. But stick around because we are going to come back. We're going to talk some baseball offseason moves. You don't want to list, You don't want to miss it. You're listening to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. We hope you are having a fantastic Friday, and we're going to welcome in at this moment our uh, two friends of ours. Tell them what happened guests. first. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll fill you in on what happened. So, um, little little bit of a little bit of a technical botch, a technical error, if you will, um, on our, our our program that runs. Wasn't our fault. What we need to run. No one, no one's no one's fault. Uh, but well. It was someone's, not ours. Maybe, not ours. This is the second time it's happened, and it's ridiculous. They've taken time off our show. Mm-hmm. I am angry. We are going to complain. <laughs> we are filing. We a might lawsuit. take this to, to the, the next to the level. Next level. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, we're back. We uh, decided to skip baseball. We tweeted about it. Go look at our tweet. 
um, if you want more information. Um, but with that said, times. we're going to dive right into the NFL and the Super Bowl. But first, I'm going to allow Kenny to introduce our two guests. Kenny, go ahead. Hello, my name is Kenny Van Doren, and I am. Oh, y'all know me already. Um, oh, I'm going to oh. bring in two of our special guests. The first one is Juan Vasquez from Houston, Texas. And the other one is Brandon Lane, who's actually an hour ahead of us right now. He's in Tampa Bay, Florida. Oh. Juan and Brandon, can you hear us? Oh. Cricket. Juan, speak. Oh, I heard a noise. Hello? Are they talking? Oh, no. Oh, no. Not two technical errors. Juan and Brandon, are you there? <laughs> Your computer volume up? Yes, my computer volume is all the way up. Oh, no. Juan and Brandon, are you all there? <laughs> No. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, no, oh Juan is there. Him. Brandon we is here. They are here. Sorry, I was muted. Oh, that is my fault. My you gosh. idiot. Kenny. Brandon, we played the intro song for you. I yeah. don't know if you heard it or not. I hope yeah. you heard. I did not hear it, no. Oh, <sighs> we, could play, we could play us out to it. We could play us out. Failure. Yeah. Something like that. Um, But, yes, Juan and Brandon, welcome, guys. Um, We hope we hope you, you enjoy listening to our show as much as we enjoy having you on for this week. And we're going to talk Super Bowl stuff. Um. I don't know where to start. Do we want to say just just dive right into picks? Any any just like analysis pre Super Bowl? It's on Sunday. Come and let's let up. them do it. Yeah. Le- okay. I yeah. know. I know both of them probably have two different picks. So. All right. Brandon, you go first with Tampa. Um. Well, the last time they played in Week Twelve, things were a bit differently. Uh, Tyreek Hill had 200 yards in the first quarter. Of course, the premier lockdown shutdown corner that we have, Jamel Dean, was not playing. <laughs> I know all of you Propaganda. absolutely believe that Jamel Dean is the best cornerback in football, which is completely true. We've been talking him up but, on the show. Oh, uh, have you? Yeah. That's what the other 40 minutes was. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm so glad to hear that. Knowing that my, my propaganda of Jamel Dean has made it to the national airwaves makes me happy. <laughs> eh, more like regional. But uh, should be, I don't know, the defense in the middle of the season, they had a, had a bit of a rough patch, but... Uh, recently, and especially in the playoffs, they've really been picking it up recently. So, I don't know. They're going to be fully healthy for the first time all year this Sunday. So, they should be playing their best game. I can hear you sending like. text messages, oh, Kenny. <laughs> Texting. On. Brandon, who you got then? <laughs> I mean, you know me. I'm as biased as anybody's ever come on this show. So, I'm obviously going to pick the Bucks, but I don't know. You've Deep never met Kai. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've talked to Kai a few times, but... Oh no! Yeah, he's uh, he's deep rooted in his Baker beliefs. Okay, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Bucks. Brandon, right. what jersey am I wearing? You better be wearing that Brady jersey. I am wearing it right now. Tampa Bay. Juan, who you got? I got. Wait, uh, go ahead, Brandy. Wait, Brandy, go ahead. I got my uh, I got my Tom Brady Florida uh, Florida shirt on right now. I don't know if you saw me tweet it yesterday, but that's the shirt I'm wearing right now. I'm sure we nice, did at nice. some point. <laughs> You and your three Twitter accounts. Um, Juan, <laughs> give us Prime your take. Meadows. Who you got? Uh, I got the, the Chiefs winning this game. Um, Tom Brady will not be able to do it by himself, I think. The defense will probably have to pick up a lot of slack. Um, last game, he threw three interceptions, and uh, his QBR was, was pretty bad, 75. So, I don't know. I think the Kansas City Chiefs have a pretty good chance if uh, – Tyron Matthew, you know, directs that defense pretty well. I think they can shut down Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes will win his second ring. The future is now. 
old man. <laughs> All right, so Juan has the Chiefs. Brandon has the Tampa Bay Bucks. Peyton, who you got? I got the Chiefs here. Uh, biased. I just I'm not biased. Look, the the Buccaneers literally from Kansas have some good weapons. Okay, they have two great receivers, uh, two decent role receivers, and Scotty Miller's a great deep threat. Uh, but that being said, you I missed think one name. Who? Mike Evans. The six foot five accountant. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to disrespect the goat right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. On, while I'm on we'll here. talk about Mike Evans, who was responsible for two of Tom Brady's interceptions last week, another time. But he is not good. Uh, I think Kansas City matches up pretty well. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is just—I mean, not—it's not even just him. I think that Kansas City just has a lot of matchup nightmares for the uh, Bucks defense. The Bucks. Uh, I mean, Devin White is going to have to cover Travis Kelsey for a lot of the day. He can't do that. Uh, that's not what he's good at at all. Uh, and I think Kansas City is just going to have a little bit too much they can exploit for Tom Brady to overcome. All right. Uh, before Kenny goes, I'll just agree with you, Peyton. Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs in this game. I think it will be a really good game. You know, to Peyton's point, I think the Buccaneers have a lot of weapons. Their defense is definitely really decent. But I think this is the game that the NFL rigged to have the torch passed from the goat to the to the guy who's leading the next generation in football and i think that's patrick Mahomes. and i think the chiefs will overcome the buccaneers who kind of sad that they're hosting the first super bowl and there's not even going to be like a ton of fans there but uh yeah i'm picking the chiefs pretty much the same reasons Peyton had yeah y'all are both wrong (laughs) Uh, i'm going with the bucks here this will be three to two um for our matchups yes this game will actually decide who wins the playoff picks because we're all tied currently. Oh, so I guess I will win this. Looks um, like I'll have to accept But, you know, Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski is better than Travis, Travis Kelsey. He's the greatest tight end of all time. And you, Brady you brought him back for this. Talking just in general or? In general. Brady brought him back for this. So, but this year specifically, who's better? Travis Kelsey, I don't care, but you're yeah. bringing back Gronk. The Gronk's goat. been getting his cardio the tight end, this season. Yeah. That's goat? all he's been doing. Yeah. The tight end, he could have been a pro bowler. He could have been a he pro bowler. He had the stats. In the NFC was, that is saying absolutely nothing. He was better nothing. than... True. That doesn't matter. It he could have been a pro bowler. Yes, it does. He, he was been better on, than Ingram. He could have been on Look, WWE. Mitch Trubisky was a pro bowler one time. You think the pro bowl means That's, a thing? The pro bowl this year means more than it does any other year. Because... There and were seven quarterbacks. Seven quarterbacks in front of Mitch that year. <laughs> oh, there were. Seven. Well, guess what? Seven. Pro Bowl Mitch Trubisky. I don't care. You're getting Carson Wentz. You have no room we're to talk. We're not getting Carson Wentz. All right, I will go in. What are you watch. doing in two weeks, Peyton? On the 14th? Uh, nothing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me talk. Blow. Let me talk. It's the Bucks have weeks, all these weapons. I don't care. <laughs> Clearly. Nine days. There you go. The Bucks have all these weapons. They have some of the most talented receivers in the league. They have more weapons than Patrick Mahomes does. Patrick Mahomes is not or is not 100% right now. But when Brady's 100%, he wins Super Bowls. Nah. The three times he lost. One time he had a broken foot. It's true. So. And lost to Eli Manning. And? What? Excuses. There's the other two, two times? The Chiefs should sign. The Eagles were high off something. Like, there was some like, momentum, COVID. and they were wearing dog masks. Like, come on, grow up. The, they lost to Nick Chiefs. The Chiefs should sign Eli Manning as the backup, and then they'll just lose. Just for yeah, this game? Just for this game. Um, I'm taking the Bucks. Nick. My opinion, the most all-around team. I know I said this at the beginning of the season, Brandon. I did not think 
that the play style would fit, but they have, very, they have adapted to Brady over the last few weeks, and this makes the most sense. Antonio Brown is going to show out, and he's going to be the, the stealer to win the ring, and it's not going to be Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. Give me the Bucks, baby. Tampa Bay. I'm so mad that you brought that up because I was thinking how I was going to bring that up. The first thing I was going to say was how you said that they weren't going to be good this year. And I completely forgot until you just said that. <laughs> I did. I'm so mad. I was going to expose you live on air. On the radio account, like in like October, I tweeted that the Tampa Bay Bucks would be the first. The bot tweeted it. The bot tweeted Well, there was, they would be the first team to win the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Will Fair. I be right? No. 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 Yes. No. 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 What time is um, it? Like whatever. It's three forty-five. Exact opposite. What the what? what? Wait, what? Whatever Peyton says, just knows it's the exact opposite. Oh. Just look at him. I'm tied with Kenny and. Here, I'll show picks. you guys. Peyton, pick like. the Buccaneers, please. I then picked it will be the uh, Kansas City. It's happening. It's Brandon Kenny Lane. Is the Max Kellerman of KCOU. I am. Kenny is. Yes. Wait, I which literally one? have him in my Peyton profile photo. Kenny's the Max Kellerman. Said Peyton you. is. Peyton is, is the Max I say Kenny, Kellerman. my bad. I, I'm I Stephen A. Peyton is the Max <laughs> Kellerman. Stephen A doesn't know ball. You don't know Puck. I know Puck. Do you know Puck? <laughs> no, because Puck is useless. <laughs> so why would you say I don't know Puck? Because it's useless. And you, you don't know what? monsters what either. You mean? picked King Oh, that's Kong true. You did pull. Let's do that now. Let's do that now. Well, do we want to do Matthew Stafford to the Rams? Oh, let's Should we ask what their take is? Yeah, yeah. What? Who cares? Brandon, Go to King Kong Brandon Matthew Stafford. How do you feel about it? Um, a lot of people were saying they had another offer on the table from the Panthers for like the eighth overall pick. I'm pretty sure. A lot of people were saying that was that was the better pit, that was the better trade offer. I disagree because they're not they're not competing anytime soon. The fact that they get two first round picks and you know Jerry Goff isn't great, but the fact that they get a starting caliber quarterback out of it too, that's a win win for both teams in my opinion. So. I think it's a good trade for both teams. Detroit ends up making out, I'm pretty sure. It all depends how they draft and who do you know the Lions now they draft usually. But I don't know. I like the trade for the Lions. Juan, what's your take? I think the Rams won the trade. Um, they got rid of Jared Goff's huge contract. I don't know what these you know executives think signing these, um, these players that have like one or two good seasons for like long term. And the Rams are going to have to you know, pick that up. And Jared Goff is a subpar quarterback. I don't think he'll be able to push the, the Rams, you know. And the Rams, I mean, not the Rams, the, the Lions. The Lions will keep sucking. Yeah, so that's what I think. All right, Peyton, Kenny, you guys have any of your, your own thoughts, input? Uh, I agree with Brandon. Uh, I think it's a win-win for both teams. Uh, the Lions aren't going to be competitive this year, but they got a starting caliber quarterback. And two first-round picks, that's really crucial for a rebuild. And the Rams, they're in win-now mode. So, And Matt Stafford's going to do, do a lot better than Jared Goff. Yeah, you're wrong. Uh, I'm going okay. with Juan here. Uh, Matthew Stafford is worlds better. Yeah. And I think with the defense they have and the weapons they have, they're just a running back away. <laughs> a running back running away because running matter. backs matter. Brandon, that is so running mean of you. Brandon, <laughs> stop being mean. Stop. Do not matter. Stop it, Brandon. The only running back that matters is Ronald Jones the second, bud. Considering he played seven <laughs> games this year, Ronald I'm Jones pretty sure is he's so important. the second string on his own team. I'm, I'm saying that the... <laughs> Don't even say that, Peyton. Don't even say that. He's third string. Leonard Fournette is in yeah. front of him. Yeah. And yeah. McCoy. LaShawn. LaShawn. Yeah, okay. Shady McCoy. McCoy. Also, Scotty Miller Ronald is faster Jones. than Tyreek Hill. 
No, he oh, is no way. Fact. No way. <laughs> yeah, but I'm t- I'm taking what Juan said. I agree with it. But I think no the way. I think the Rams are going to win the West next year. I think they'll Ooh, win the thanks. NFC. Yeah, they, honestly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go big now. I'm kind of in agreement too. They they seem like they're in a win now mentality and they're upgrading at quarterback. And so I think yeah, it, it helps them win now. You guys you guys probably said it best. I probably agree with you, Kenny and Juan. Um, yeah, get wrecked, Brandon. The, get wrecked, Peyton. That the the Rams won the trade. Huh? All right. Um, okay, last NFL? thing. Yes. Last thing. Brandon and Juan. Okay. We did this last week with our friend Mike. Give Mr. us a Oxlong. quick breakdown of who is going to win. King Kong or Godzilla. Go. You got to pick uh, one go first. first, I guess. Brandon, go first. Okay. Before, before I'd like to give out, uh, before I give out a prediction on King Kong versus Godzilla, I'd like to give a shout out to Peyton's brother, Connor. He's going to have a better Twitter account <laughs> than Peyton. What? So that's just a quick shout out to one of my, one of my best buds. But you don't anyway. know anything about my brother. Kenny planted that in this, and I'm really scared of what Juan has to say now. I didn't Connor, plant that. A, I didn't Connor's plant that. That was planted. But You're a liar. Anyway, no. Anyway, You're a liar. I'm, <laughs> Brandon, a get off buff. my show. Get off. Hang up. Brandon, go. Who you got? You got to go to work anyway. Go get your public yeah, chicken sub. Yeah, I got sub. 10 minutes, bud. Goodbye. I got 10 minutes, bud. All right. How far do you live? <laughs> do you live in so, the public? Like to... <laughs> I'll get Connor a job here with me. Go get your public chicken sub. I don't even care about... Connor's mom... Or not Connor's... Well, Connor and Peyton's mom, They she lives in Florida, so... Very far from Tampa, though. Oh, it's a boat right away. I'm about to go... Uh... Uh, visit you, okay, Brandon, who do you have? Um, I haven't seen either of the movies, what either of them have done. I've got to be honest, but, you know, just to stick to my stick to my ethics, stick to my moral code, got to gotta go for the big monkey. King Kong all oh, the way, baby. Me oh, my gosh. Wait. Juan, who do you got? Are you kidding me? This is, this is a no-brainer. Godzilla. Yes. That's okay. correct. Yes. King Kong's a monkey. Godzilla yeah. has nuclear powers. This is dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. Again, Juan is rooting for the villain. So he's, he's not the villain. villain. Oh my gosh! King Kong is the superhero. I I'll, I feel like at the end this of the is... movie, anyway, they're both just gonna team up against something else. They are. Each the villain other. is a robot. Yeah, yeah but still. <laughs> I just ho- I just hope both sides have fun. <laughs> that's a that's a good shout. Alrighty. Who's, well, are we giving our analysis again? I don't know. Simp Kong does not have a chance against a literal <laughs> nuclear power plant, okay? If he does his nuclear thing again, he's going to blow up. Okay. No, first of all, no, no he's not. Yes, he is. He's going to die. From. He blows oh up in God. the last movie and literally survives it. They only said he could do it once. No, they yes, did they not. Did. Millie Bobby Brown Where? said it. Show me the proof. Oh, pull the video up. Why would Millie that Bobby Brown do. know if, she, if he blows up or not? She wasn't there. Yes, she was. She wasn't there when he went through. She was they, in the movie, Peyton. She's a scientist. I know that. No, she's not a scientist. She's a, like a... She's the daughter of two scientists. She's the daughter of a scientist. That makes her a scientist. No, it does not. <laughs> That's not how that works. Godzilla is literally going knowledge. to win this fight in five seconds without human interference. Agreed. In five seconds, so the movie is two hours and 30 minutes long. Because there's going to be Even human Even in the trailer, I saw Kong give a knockout blow to Godzilla. 
No, you did. He not. has that axe that will stop the laser. Oh, so he's a Godzilla an axe scale. Stop a laser. What is that even? No way. He's like fire flamethrowing thing out of his mouth. No. <laughs> the the atomic breath. Yeah. Okay, so at worst, Kong gets stage three cancer. Oh. <laughs> what? From the, like, all the what? nuclear energy. That's You're just not... making up stuff. Yeah, that was. That's a thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't come come back. Come you're, on. You're just spreading fake news on the radio. You don't think Godzilla can give people cancer with all of his nuclear energy? No. What do you mean? Hey, no. Oh, so you think he's the bad guy? You just said he was a bad guy. I am saying he is going to win that fight. I don't even care if he's the bad guy or not. Godzilla yeah, so I think the Stafford fight. trade was a good one. The, I do too. For the Rams. For both teams, yeah, yeah, for both for, for the for, for the, the Rams, Rams and the Lions. Alright, well let's let Brandon and Juan plug their social medias and right. give their last last thought about everything. Alright. Go. Alright, so my ad on Twitter is at layoff left which uh, is pretty self explanatory. I'd like to give a shout out to my dog Jamel Dean. I've been pushing you all off season. You better out go out there and perform for me on Hang the on. national stage or else I'm gonna be really embarrassed. But besides that, Mike Evans is not an accountant. He is one of if not the be best receiver teller. in football. <laughs> and not much else to say. Tampa Bay sports ru- ruling the world right now. All right, Juan. Thank you. Um, uh, I don't really, I don't really tweet a lot on Twitter, but I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Peyton's Twitter. I don't know the the username or anything, but Peyton is no troll. I appreciate things. it. He, he tweets some pretty. Funny I like things. I like Connor's Twitter better. <laughs> Shut up, Brandon. It's not your turn anymore. <laughs> Juan tells me sometimes. He like texts me and he be like, sometimes I really like. Peyton's tweets, but I just don't know if I should like them. <laughs> you should always juice. But I appreciate it. That's more than what you two say. About I don't go on Twitter that much, you know that. Um, yeah, that's true. But I think yeah, that that'll that'll about do it for us. Um, Brandon Juan, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we, it was it was a very fun time having y'all on, and uh, yeah, I think it's gonna do it for us here on the Unwritten Rule. We hope you guys enjoyed. We hope you have a fun and safe Super Bowl weekend. Um, go watch Super Bowl. Go watch Mizzou, Alabama. It should be a fun game tomorrow morning. And uh, yeah, enjoy your weekend, everybody.